0: Well, my friends, I want to encourage you to take your copy of the scriptures and turn with me to Psalm 100. Already in the neighborhood, if you followed along with our reading, Psalm 100. You know, the goal isn't really just to say thank you, right? I mean, what that does is demonstrate good manners. It really reflects more on your parents. (laughs) The goal, my friends, is to be grateful. To see the goodness of our God demonstrated in your life and around you. And to respond with a heart of gratitude. Let's pray together. Father, help us now as we study your word. God, that you may be glorified. God, that our minds might be changed and not just for the week to come, but God, for a lifetime. Help us, I pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Two men were walking through a field one day. And they spotted a a bull in the distance, and they thought, well, that's probably not a big deal. But before they finished that very thought, that bull came a-charging, enraged. Well, instantly, they did what you and I would do. They ran away. They darted to the nearest fence, at least what they thought. But it quickly became apparent that they weren't going to make it. And so the one guy looks at the other and says, "Start praying. Lift up a prayer, my friend." And he says, "Well, I've 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 never prayed in public before." <laughs> he says, "And the only prayer I know sounds like this. Oh Lord, for what we're about to receive, make us truly thankful." <laughs> I wonder if you were trained with such a prayer. And sometimes I wonder if the heart of that prayer isn't the same as our thank yous. It's more about being polite than being grateful. We're not very good at remembering how well we have it, how good we truly have it. I mean, what was the last time you looked up at the stars? I mean, you walked outside of your house, you know, maybe you turned off some lights so you could see what was going on there. I'll tell you this if you could only see the stars once every five years, I bet you'd be out there. But we have it. And what's the big deal? It'll be there tomorrow. We're not grateful. We know how to say thank you, but generally speaking, we're not grateful the way we ought to. As a matter of fact, we're we're called to praise God because we have reason to praise God. Look at their psalm, Psalm One Hundred. It's a short psalm, indicating that the sermon might be fairly short too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Now, this is is not a suggestion here. This is instruction. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, and serve the Lord with gladness. And there is the call, the call to praise, and it tells us how we ought to be responding to the Lord. I'll tell you this, when you are grateful for something, you let people know about it. You cannot contain it. One of the most joyful moments that I can remember in my life was asking Melanie to be my wife. It was, it was this This. Brilliant plan that I had put together. (laughs) We left uh, the college and went to my parents' house for the weekend. And I had the plan that uh, Saturday morning, you know, Melanie likes chocolate. I'll give you a moment to write that down. (laughs) And her favorite breakfast cereal, Cocoa Puffs. If you see them, buy them, I will pay you back. Cocoa Puffs. So I asked my mom to buy some Cocoa Puffs. And and what I did is I put a wedding ring inside the, or an engagement ring inside a little Ziploc bag. And I buried it deep in this this night. And so she opened it, poured it. and, And behold, out came this thing. And boom, Cocoa Puffs everywhere. Just like my heart left when I saw her the first time. Yeah. When you're grateful for something, you can't hide it. And it looks a lot like cocoa puffs going everywhere. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord with loudness. In other words, God does not want your gratitude subdued. We don't mumble a thank you to God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord with all... And the the direction here is all the earth. It's not just directed, by the way, to the people of God. And do you know why? Because there isn't a person on this planet that has not experienced in some way or another the blessing of God. There are very specific blessings for the people of God. But there are also general blessings. Common grace is the theological term that all men experience in this life. Therefore, God is due your gratitude, whoever you are, wherever you are. Saying to the Lord with loudness, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, and serve the Lord with gladness. See, there it is again. Serve the Lord what? It didn't say with a smile on your face. Because as everyone in this room and listening in online can tell, is that we can smile and not mean it. But you can't be glad and hide it. You cannot be rejoicing and hide it. Serve the Lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing. There is a connection with joy in singing, is there not? On those happy days, you're just having a great day, maybe a great day at work. If it's such a thing as possible... And on your way home, you're beating the steering wheel, and you got the radio turned up loud, and people are looking at you. I don't know. But you can't hide joy. That is, if you recognize the goodness of God, how you will respond. So the question is here. Where is the last bit of the goodness of God that you have experienced before you walked in here this morning? Something that you just couldn't help praising God for. You know what I'm talking about, right? Something happens, then you do this. (laughs) sometimes I respond with a laugh because I think it is so amazing that the laugh is just one of the weird expressions that I have of joy is that God, I know that you did that for your glory and my good and your kindnesses are evident here and I must praise you surely you've experienced that this is the lifestyle That God calls us to. To be grateful. A call to praise. And he tells us how sing to the Lord with loudness. And serve the Lord with gladness. And come into his presence with singing. And then the author of this psalm. Tells us why we ought to be living in such a way. Verse 3, you will note, starts with the word no. This, it starts here. When you understand what is true, you should respond in such a way. Know that the Lord, he is God. And as God, he is our creator. I wonder... As all the leaves began to change their color, vibrant colors everywhere, did it turn your mind to the Lord? Did it make you wonder at his wonderful design that such things should happen year in and year out for us to enjoy? Did you miss it? Or did you just think about cleaning them up? Now, granted, I don't have any trees in my yard. (laughs) It was not by my design. But apparently, the previous owner went, "Uh, should I put in a tree or a pool? A tree or a pool? Guess what? (laughs) It wasn't a tree. And so the only leaves I get are the ones in my pool. (laughs) And I can certainly look at fall in that regard. Or I can look at the wonder of God's creation. Because you know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us. And we are His. He created us. He designed us to be able to experience His goodness. You know all about those five senses, right? Yeah. There are think of like five things that when I just I have seriously damaged sinuses from radiation and there are senses there, there are certain fragrances that are healing to my sinuses and the first one and always is coffee and when I'm making coffee and that aroma just lofts through the room and up into ah and you know what God fought to make a coffee bean God in his perfect wisdom also designed certain people to say hey what would happen if we crush this thing up and put boiled water through it we have so much to be thankful for so much but are we call to praise. We know how with loudness and gladness and singing. But now we know why we ought to praise. Because the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I cannot help every time I think about the Lord and sheep to think of the 23rd Psalm. I mean, didn't you learn that in Sunday school oh so long ago? And yet you missed it. The Lord is my shepherd. Because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want, you shall not lack a thing. God provides our needs. And he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Remember, sheep only lay down when they're satisfied. And only God can satisfy. And I guarantee you this. If you follow hard after him, you will be satisfied. You will find that all of your needs are met. All of your longings are met. All of your desires are met in him. because we are the sheep of his pasture. We ought to be grateful, my friends. I mean, if you look around this room and think of all of the people that God has placed in your life, relationships you have because he drew you into a relationship with himself and placed you in a body, how blessed are we But my friends, not only ought we to praise Him because He is God, we are to praise Him because He is good. Verse 5, for the Lord is good and He loves you with a steadfast, enduring, eternal love. His steadfast love endures forever. When does God stop loving his people? When does God stop loving you? And the answer is never. Now, you and I know if you are in a relationship with anyone, relationships get hot and they get cold. And when they get cold, they get cold. Not so with God. And remember, love is not a feeling. Feelings always follow love. but Love is not a feeling. And God's love for you is a sacrificial investment in your life. And we know all about that sacrifice, don't we? We know all about it. Christ died for our sin. He died in our place. And stop thinking about that and understand it. Significance that he was willing to die for you. I know we like to think, well, he died for everyone. He died for you. He died in your place. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. The Lord is good. And his steadfast love endures forever. And the Lord not only loves you, he is faithful. The Lord is faithful. Listen to this. His faithfulness to all generations. There is no skipped generation, my friend. He is faithful. You ought to be grateful for that, that God doesn't take a day off, that God doesn't overlook you the way we overlook him. And here we have, in verse 4, a renewed call to praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Well, friends, we can't go to the gates. And we can't enter the courts, my friend. They've been smashed into pieces and carried away. But we can go to Him in praise. And know this God inhabits the praise of His people. Where you begin to praise, there is intimacy. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And know this, give thanks to him and bless his name. And say the Lord calls us to be near to him in praise. And the Lord calls for us to cheer for him. Give thanks to him and bless his name. And what does that mean? Praise him. Lift up what he has done, his attributes, his kindnesses, his actions on your behalf. Give thanks to him, my friends, and bless his name. I recently read a story about a veteran missionary who was a He was a medical missionary, you know, guy gets this doctorate and, you know, an MD and he says, I want to go serve Christ by serving people, which is how we serve the Lord, by the way. And he went to to India and he served in a region where there was this progressive, progressive blindness and people were born with healthy vision and eventually they just went blind But this missionary had developed a process which would arrest, uh, stop this progressive blindness. So, So people came to him from all over the place and he performed this operation and they would leave realizing that they would never have become, I mean they would most certainly have become blind except for this man But now they were going to be able to know confidently. They would not lose their sight. They would be continue to be able to see the wonder of creation, people's faces. Don't you miss people's faces? I do. Yeah. But the most amazing thing about all of this is that at the end of his, his, his mission time, his service there, he said, they never said thank you. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're from India. They don't even speak English, right? <laughs> uh, they, they never said thank you because that phrase wasn't even in their language. Instead, or this dialect, they spoke a word that meant, I will tell your name. Think of it. This is how we say thank you. I will tell your name. Give thanks to him and bless his name. You go tell his name. Go tell the world for what you are grateful for about God. Hmm. And so that's what they did. They went and told other people about this man. What a wondrous way to communicate gratitude. Know this, my friends, that gratitude is the correct response when we recognize the goodness of God. It is not only the correct response, it is the healthy response. It is an identifi- identifying response. You see how you know how we know that people are truly grateful? I tell someone. They don't say it because it's kind. They say it because it's true. Now surely you can think about a Thanksgiving meal. And all the food and gluttony is prepared. (laughs) Big spoons. (sighs) Wait, we forgot. We got to say thanks. And somebody offers us up the longest, the most complicated prayer they can think of. And we say, we gave thanks. My friends, if you recognize the goodness of God in your life, thank him. If you are grateful that God works on your behalf, thank him. Because gratitude is the sign of a healthy heart. Be thankful. And I would commend you, my friends, to perhaps between now and Thursday, or Thursday, make a list of the good in your life. That which God has done for you. And see if that doesn't conjure up some gratitude. And if that doesn't do it, remind yourself of what you really deserve separation from God, separation from His goodness, His kindness, His love, His compassion, His provision what we deserve is hell and go count your blessings and give him thanks Father too easy to brush this one off yeah 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 we know that we know we should but knowing wasn't the point The point of this psalm wasn't to tell us something we already knew, but to do it. Oh, God, help us. Because the scary part of this, Lord, is to to really see that perhaps we're not grateful at all. Soften our hearts, God. Break them if necessary that we might see your goodness and live out a life of gratitude. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Consider this song.